Let's look ahead to Wednesday in the NBA. There are eight games on. Let's preview them. Injury updates, stream options. It's all coming up. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I look better without my shirt on than Jason Kelsey does. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Where's the thing? There it is. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, go to fanjul.com slash locked on to get started. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Thanks a lot, everyone who's thumbed up the video. Thanks a lot to everyone who subscribed to the video and hit the notification bell. If you haven't done it, might as well just go do it now. We've got the trade deadline show coming as well. Thursday, February 8th, 1.30 p.m. Bookmark it, pre-like it, pre-bang it. You know how it goes. All you double bangers know how it works. Let's talk about Wednesday in the NBA. We have got the eight games on, and I am uh, running behind schedule, so I'm going to just bang through this as quickly as we can. The injury situation, Gordon Haywood is out. Santi Aldama is out with knee soreness. Whatever happens with this Grizzlies team, you can't sort of pin down anything. It's all sort of all over the shop. So we're back to Xavier Tillman, I'm guessing. They're going to have to be. They don't really have a choice. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, unless it's, Jesus, David Roddy. Like, maybe. Who knows? Um, Derek Rose is out. Darius Garland is out. I'm going to guess that Bol Bol is out. We haven't had an update from Phoenix yet. I'm also going to assume that Trey Young is out with a concussion. I'd be pretty surprised if he was back um, that quickly. But I don't know that. I'm also going to guess that DeAndre Hunter is out. We haven't heard any updates on Hunter yet. Moses Moody is definitely out. Jaime Jaquez is doubtful for the Heat. His return will come pretty soon, I'm guessing. Um, Tari Eason's doubtful for the Rockets. Big Dick Dick Richards is questionable. Cody Martin is questionable for the Hornets. Um, Terry Rozier is questionable for the Heat. Kyle Lowry is out, by the way. Um, Jalen Green is questionable for the Rockets. Karis LeVert is questionable for the Cavs. Doncic, Curry, Exum. And Kyrie, a question. Now, Kyrie told us after the game that he didn't tell me because I wasn't there, but he told us in general that he'd hurt his thumb and he was fine. He was going to play and now he's questionable. So take that for what it's worth. Eric Gordon missed the last game for the Suns. He's, I'm going to put him questionable. I think he's probably closer to probable, to be fair. That was likely just a back-to-back situation. Trey Jones hurt his ankle at the end of the Spurs game. Um, he's officially questionable. Wes Matthews, we don't know, but I think he's going to be questionable. Brandon Pajemski is questionable with an illness. And these are just a raft of probable players. Mike Conley rested the last game, so I'm going to list him probable. Um, but then a bunch of other guys, including some big news in Detroit with both Cade Cunningham and Monte Morris probable. Obviously, there's a difference in the value of those guys. Cade being back is great. We'll see what happens with Jaden Ivey. Monte is not that good, but does he just slide straight into the rotation? Does that mean we get no more Killian Hayes at all? Probably. Does it mean we get no more Marcus Sasser? Also probably. Do we run Cade, Ivy, Burks, and Morris? I think so, but we don't know. Morris likely just has an impact on others versus being valuable himself, but Cade's returning. Haywood Highsmith is probable for the Heat. 
Fred Van Vliet, Jabari Smith, and Jeff Green are all probable for the Rockets. So we get basically a fully healthy team, no Eason. So we get to see what happens with the men Thompson and Cam Whitmore in that scenario because they obviously had bigger roles last game when those players were all out. And the last one is Giannis, who keeps popping up on the injury report as probable with a shoulder issue. And there he is again, probable on the injury report. Um, there, uh, Eric Gordon is officially questionable, by the way. So we did get that news. And we also got the stunning news that Ben Simmons won't return this week. Who could have guessed that? What an absolute shock to the system. There are four teams that are going to play the back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday. Warriors, Heat, Wolves, and Wizards. We are entering a busy portion of the schedule for a lot of teams here as well. Warriors, they haven't played for ages, obviously. Probably no back-to-back risk rest risks there. The Heat, you always want to watch Jim Butler. Um, we don't know whether Rogier is going to play, by the way. I see he comes across. Timberwolves, I'd be watching Anthony Edwards. Doesn't look right. Ill. Uh, heavy load of games coming up. And then the Wizards probably going to be okay there in terms of anyone sitting outside of like a DeLon Wright, maybe. Let's go through to the stream of the day for a 10-teamer. I'm looking at the Duck, Luke Kennard. I just think he should be grabbed everywhere. We're looking at using a 57% roster cutoff here for 10-teamers and Kennard's available. Interestingly, Dario Saric pops up as a really valuable player, and I'm not really 100% sure how I feel about that. It just feels like, again, the Warriors haven't played forever because they haven't. Saric is my 12-team stream of the day, but that is a little iffy. My 14-team, I feel good about this. It's Caleb Martin with uh, Huckers out and the uncertainty around Rogier. The 16-team um, category league stream is Lil John Concha. Yeah! He had five blocks last game, but more importantly, he's playing 26, 27 minutes a night. He might have 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. That's a stat line that he can produce. He's like Nick Batum. And getting those minutes in a 16-team league is really valuable. And then for points leagues, both Yahoo and ESPN, we're going with the Duck as well, Luke Kennard in both of those um, both of those spots. Today's episode is brought to you by the big fellas over at Hungry Root. Yeah. 2024, is it the year of being healthy? Well, maybe. For some of you, it will be. Some of you will have that aim. We're trying to eat healthier, and Hungry Root can help you achieve that goal because with Hungry Root, you get these delicious, fresh groceries delivered straight to your door. You take a fun, short quiz quiz over at Hungry... Not quiz. That's not a real word. Over at Hungry Root, and you get to know... They get to know you, your goals, your desires, um, what flavors you like, what appliances you might use, even more than that. You find your needs, your preferences... They build your recipes and your box right out and you get your grocery needs shipped to you for the week. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul because it's thousands of easy recipes and they actually put your groceries to good use before they get forgotten in the back of your fridge. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA channel listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. You get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies for life. That is HungryRoot.com slash LockedOn. Don't forget to use our link and then they will know that we sent you. Today's episode is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. It's what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle. LED lights. Yep. Roof racks. There you go. Superchargers. Exhaust kits. More. Those little lights that flash under the bottom of your car. If that's what you're into, maybe that's what you're into. Evo Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. 
Always love when my part fits my ride. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to US customers. All right, what are we looking at next? We've done the stream of the day, so let's see what's on my radar. It is Minnesota, and it is Washington. Of course, I want to see what's going on with Anthony Edwards. We had him on the buy low, sell high show. Things have dropped way off for him. He just doesn't look right. Will that be rectified? Or is this bunch of games a little bit overwhelming for his physical state at the moment? We hope he's all right, but need to watch it. For the Wizards, it is about Marvin Bagley. They had a 30 to 18 minute split him and Gafford last game. He still dropped 14 and 7, which is all right. And it's okay as a points league situation. But we were monitoring for any signs of more minutes split stuff going on. In terms of streams, we look using a 39% roster cutoff here. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, he played more last game with Conley out. He's like a 22, 23 minute a night guy otherwise. I guess, yeah, you, you Kyle Andersons and that, if they're available, you look at them, but uh, Alexander Walker is interesting. And then for the Wizards, DeLon Wright. Uh, Marvin Bagley is actually up to 50% rostered, which feels probably too high to me, but DeLon Wright could be that stream guy there for the Wizards. The Hornets and the Pistons. We know Kyle Lowry won't be playing here. Mark Williams, of course, won't be playing. Gordon Haywood won't be playing. And then we've got the uncertainty around Cody Martin, who's also now popped up as questionable, and Big Dick Nick Richards, who's questionable too. Brandon Miller was the poster boy, the thumbnail for the buy low, sell high show because he's shooting like unbelievable numbers over the last five games. His minutes are up and now there's the expectation that he's going to be pumped full of more usage and more assists and his value is going to rise. I'm not so certain that that happens. Yes, with Rogier gone, he will take more shots. But now how do we balance out the efficiency? We need to watch it. For the Pistons, how does Cade impact Jaden Ivey? Because now that Monty Williams realizes that Jaden Ivey is a point guard or at least a ball handler, um, we need to, because he didn't have that realization when Cade was playing. So what happens to Ivy? What happens to Kate? How does that work together here? We'll see what the uh, coaching genius Tavares Williams Jr. is able to pull off. In terms of streams, Nick Smith maybe, but he's got a pretty horrid fantasy game at this point, but he's going to have to play more minutes with no Lowry and no Rozier, obviously. And then there's the Moose, Mike Muscala, who's getting backup minutes ahead of James Wiseman. Good investment of five second round picks. For him, Muscala can hit a couple of threes, and that is at least a deep league stream guy. You could also look to the Italian cock there also, maybe even Monte Morris. Memphis and Miami. Luke John Concha. Yeah. He's been um he's been playing well. The five blocks is anomalous, but he is a guy that can contribute in the weird out of position categories. And he's starting. And if there's one thing I know, he's better than Zaya Williams because that guy might be the worst player in the NBA. So let's watch what Conchar does. I don't think he's a 12-team or probably not even a 14-team leaguer, but at least looking at him in 16 teams. And then for the Heat, Tyler Hero. I don't know whether Rogier is going to play. Hero dropped a little bit over the last little period of time, and if Rogier does play, we want to see that impact. But of course, there is no Lowry as well. So if Rogier doesn't play, then there is no Lowry. Then we're going to have to have a lot out of Hero in terms of ball handling. And even Joshie Richardson would have to step up there. In terms of streams, it is the Duck. He is the primary stream across the day. And Caleb Martin on the Miami side, who... Probably does cop a hit if Rogier does play, but I imagine he gets the minutes over Nikola Jovic. The Portland Trailblazers and the Houston Rockets, back-to-back -back here for Portland. For Houston, it's about Amen Thompson. I thought he was great last game, but everyone is back. Well, that's not true because Jalen Green is questionable, so Jollibee Jalen might be out. Who knows? Would they just start Amen next to Fred Van Vliet? I'd have to think that they probably would, or they start Whitmore and put Brooks at the two. Hmm. Some interesting questions could develop there. 
But how is a men going to be used? Because obviously, he was great last game. The game before, he was sort of, I think he was in the closing lineup and he had a really big um, block to end that game. How is Ima Yudoka going to utilize him? This is really interesting for us. In terms of streams, I still really like Jabari Walker. And Dylan Brooks is, oh, he's excellent last game, but he is a really strong streamer. Of course, it can always blow up in your face, but he is a good stream option. For the Cavs and the Bucks, Slam and Sammy Merrill has been on fire. Not only is he hitting every three in the world, he's also bringing some rebounds, he's bringing some assists. And Karis Levert is a game-time decision. Darius Garland is still out. Merrill is going to get his 21, 22 minutes, maybe even more. I don't mind him as a short-term ad here. In terms of the Bucks, obviously, they fired their coach. Will it be interim coaching legend Joe Prunty, who I believe has already interim coached the Bucks once, and then he was interim coach for the Hawks, and now he's interim coach again for the Bucks? Or will they have hired Doc Rivers by then? Who's to say? Anyway, what happens with Brook Lopez? Because he's been a bit of a uh, pendulum in terms of value this season. Maybe that's not even the correct term. He's been up and down all over the shop. And is there any change with Adrian Griffin gone? What happens with an interim coach? Probably nothing. But what moves are made and how does that impact the players on this team? In terms of streams, it is Sam Merrill and probably Jay Crowder for the Bucks. Although you could make an argument if you're looking for some defensive numbers that Andre Jackson, who's been playing more than Jay Crowder, could be the guy you'd look to. Phoenix and Dallas. Last game was not particularly good for Yusuf Nurkic, and we saw Drew Eubanks come in and play over him in that really, really good game against the Bulls. Um, Nurkic has been great this season, but it's a little bit of a downturn. Let's watch the minutes between him and Eubanks. On the Dallas side, Derek Lively. What I'm interested in there is uh, Muxy Kleber's played 20-plus minutes the last couple of games. Does that mean that Lively doesn't get 28 a night, and he hovers at mid-20s, 26? Something to watch there. And then for streams, well, I, I put Eubanks for Phoenix, but who knows? He literally might not play, or he might play 20 minutes, or he might play 14 minutes. Their back-end rotation is so unpredictable and unreliable. For the Maverick side of things, Derek Jones is probably that guy, but Exum could play, could not play. Doncic could or could not play. Irving could or could not play. There's just so many variables with how that team is rolling at the moment. Jones is probably the guy, but like, who knows? There's so many different guys that could be in or out. In terms of the next game... It is the Thunder and the Spurs are back-to-back for the Thunder. Not really expecting any rests there, but just keep an eye on it. For the Spurs, I do want to see Jeremy Sohan um, for a couple of reasons. He's been playing really well, but if Trey Jones is out, what do they do? Do they go to Blake Wesley? Do they go to Branham? Do they bring Keldon Johnson back to start and play Vassell and Sohan as the point guards? I don't know. Do they dust off Devontae Graham? Who knows? I do want to watch Sohan, though. He looks really good, and he is a 12-team league guy. In terms of streams, Isaiah Joe's always got that 21.63 upside. And then Bubbles, Julian Champagne. I just want more minutes for him. Give him 25. Give him 27. I think he could snag 12-team value at some point this season. So we're always watching him. But at this point, he's just a nice, deeper league stream option for us to um, have a little bit of a crack at. Today's episode is also brought to you by... Fan Jewel Sportsbook. The NFL season is coming to a pointy conclusion. Four teams are left, but that doesn't mean that you've run out of time to get into the action because you can still do it at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you are a new customer to FanDuel, you can get $150 in bonus bets if you place a $5 bet. It doesn't even matter if that bet wins or if that bet loses. Maybe, I don't even know. Do they have markets for coach coach hired for the Bucks? Not sure. But you can go check out all the stuff they have on their very handily named Explore tab. That enables you to explore all of the different options over on Fangil. And they're not mucking around with the, the names of their tabs. They're so easy because you've got the Parlay Hub and inside it, you find Parlays. They also do live same-game Parlays. They've got other people's Parlays that they can show you right within the Parlay Hub. The app is easy to navigate as well. It's so easy over on Fangil. So go ahead and go to Fangil.com slash LockedOn. 
and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL, and don't forget to gamble responsibly. Okay, so after that Thunder and Spurs game, we're looking at the Hawks and the Warriors. I'm expecting Trey and DeAndre Hunter to be out. So Bogdan Bogdanovich, his minutes are going to go up. He has been struggling over the last month. He hasn't really been very strong at all. The return of Jalen Johnson did hurt his value significantly. But I do think that he needs to be held and, and rostered, and we see whether this uh, you know, likely absence of Trey helps him. For the Warriors, we just haven't seen them forever. What do they do with the rotation? How much have they sat down and tinkered with stuff? Does Kaminga... He played more off the bench last game than he'd been playing as a starter, and he got a nice double-double. Do they still want to use him that much with Draymond back? How all that works is a really, really key thing for us here. In terms of streams, with Trey Young out, like, unbelievably, maybe you do Paddy Mills in a deeper format. Uh, of course, you wouldn't use Kobe Bufkin on a, on a terrible team here, as he was just one pick outside the lottery. Why would you try that? And Quinn Snyder's excuse for that was amazing. It was like, no, he actually just really likes it with the G League. Oh, does he? Does he, Quinn? Uh, Kobe, do you want to come play for... Nah, mate. I'm actually good. Really, I'm just, I've been a, a lifelong fan of College Park. My dream has come true here. Um, it's just awesome to represent the old Skyhawks. I've, you know, I went to sleep with a cuddly Skyhawks mascot my whole life. So I'm actually just cool here. Um, just try Patty Mills instead. I gotcha. Don't worry, Kobe. Uh, you stay down and, and live out your dreams playing for College Park. Um, and on the Warriors side, we're going to stream in Dario Saric. Again, my certainty on that is relatively low. In the two-for-ones, the Wednesday-Thursday back-to-back, Saric appears on this list. Caleb Martin, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, with the, maybe there's a chance that Mark Conley rests one of these games as well. Weird to rest him on a game when the next set of games was a back-to-back, but that's what they did. And then they choked away a game against the Hornets. Good for them. Kyle Anderson looking there as a two-for-one guy. DeLon Wright and Kevon Looney as well, because they're playing him over Trace Jackson Davis. That's what you do when you want to get a higher draft pick, even though they don't own their draft pick. What about the chunks? Wednesday through Sunday, that'll end week 14. There is a high volume day in there on Saturday, so we're going to relative, we're going to ignore that from streaming purposes. So who are the guys we're looking at? Well, we're looking at Memphis, obviously, and the Duck, Luke Canard, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Three quality games, five nights, good value, amazing ad. Timothy John McConnell. Why is TJ McConnell on this list, you might say, Josh? Because Tyrus Halliburton returned. Well, he did, but wouldn't you know it, is the idiots brought him back too soon? And now it's, it's just injury management. That's, that was the plan all along. Play one game, miss at least four. That's common in rehab and sports medicine. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, would you like a lolly? Like, stupidity. But TJ's back on the menu. Andrew Nembhard is softly back on the menu. I still prefer TJ over Nembhard, but the Carlisle rotations are annoying. And even though TJ, like, he hasn't blown us away, you still think he's the guy we grab. And they have a Thursday, Friday, Sunday combo. Jabari Walker's got that Wednesday, Friday, Sunday too. I really do like him there. Neesmith, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. The cashier, Xavier Tillman with Aldama dealing with a knee issue. Now, there's a risk that Tillman's knee issue pops up and we just get knees all over the shop and Tillman plays off the bench while Roddy starts and you know, they try to lose by an NBA record 140 points. That's possible too. And then there is Lil John Conchar Wednesday, Friday, Sunday as well. So we really like the Grizzlies, Canard, Tillman, Conchar. Uh, but knowing this team, anything can go AWOL or haywire really at any point. Five games in eight nights. This is what I said. What a packed portion of the schedule this is. There are 11 teams starting on Wednesday that play five games in eight nights. The Hornets, the Mavericks, watch the load on Kyrie and Luka Giddy. The Rockets, the Heat, Jimmy Butler, hmm, not good. The Bucks, the Wolves, Middleton, Giannis, Lopez, maybe? The Wolves, yeah, watch Edwards. The Thunder, the Suns, do they do anything to limit Chet during that time? The Suns and Durant and Gordon and Beal. 
The Blazers, the Spurs, Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant, the Snowman's Knees, DeAndre Ayton. How does that go? Weminyama and the Spurs. Big load here. And the Wizards as well. Not really worried too much about those guys. But that is a lot of teams to have a five-game in eight-night stretch. Let's look at the 10-team streamers for the day on Wednesday. We are going to start, of course, with the Duck, Luke Kennard, Jeremy Sohan, Dario Saric, John Kaminga, the depressed penis Sadiq Bey, and Jabari Walker. For 12-teamers, we go to the cashier, Xavier Tillman. We go to Caleb Martin, Lil John Concha, Derek Jones, Dylan Brooksy-Brooks, and Isaiah Joe. And for deeper leagues, these are all 83% or more available. We start here looking at Nikhil Alexander-Walker. We go to Bubble Champagne, Amen Thompson, Slam and Sammy Merrill, who could even bump into the 12-team streams, I think, um, Isaac Okoro, and Cameron Whitmore. And for points leagues, we're going straight back to the Duck, Lucanard, Jabari Walker, Xavier Tillman, Dario Saric, Caleb Martin, and finishing it off with Lil John Conchar. Okay. Oh, there goes the voice. Guys, that brings us to the end of this show. And I'm going to pre-thank you for thumbing it up. I'm going to pre-thank you for double banging. I'm going to pre-thank you for subscribing. Go and do it. If you haven't, uh, we're done here. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. See ya.